Welcome to the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. I am your host, Scott Aaron, and each and every week, I'm going to come to you with short, simple, and powerful tactics of how you can grow your network marketing business, brand, bank account, and impact on those around you. And just remember, network marketing is not easy, but it can be made easy with simple steps to create the success that you truly deserve. Welcome to episode 164 of the Network Marketing Made Simple podcast. And if you're a new listener, then welcome. And if you are a returning listener, then welcome back. And as always, if you are a new or seasoned network marketer, entrepreneur, or high-level business coach still building your business through the primary means of Facebook and Instagram, and you are not yet using and leveraging the power and potential that LinkedIn can have on your business, your impact, and your network, then head over to my website, www.scotterron.net, where you can fill out a form to schedule a free 15-minute call with me where I can learn more about you, your business, what you're struggling with, and how we can work together. So totally stoked for today's episode. The individual that I have for you guys today, I connected with on LinkedIn a few months back, and I, I just love his message of wanting to change the world and really seeking out to spread kindness and positivity. And for anyone that's been listening to this podcast for the last year or so and has been following me on social media, you know, gratitude, kindness, positivity is something that I push out each and every day. So there's no wonder why myself and this amazing human being that I have for you guys today connected. And he's a you know, self-made entrepreneur. He's got his hands in so many different things. And obviously, he's going to tell you about all of that. So without further ado, Jairus Tucker, welcome to today's episode. Scott, thank you so much. This is a privilege and an honor to be talking to you today. So thank you. Absolutely. So again, the message of, of kindness and positivity is, is uh, a message that is so important and powerful now in, in today's society and age that we're living in. So for, for my audience that is not familiar with, with you or your work and, and your message, how, how did the kindness and positivity footprint that you're looking to leave, leave behind, how did that come about? So let, let's go back before we go forward and, and just tell the audience a little bit about you and, and how you got, a, got into what you're doing today. All right. My name is Jarris Tucker. I got a, a background in uh, management and being a supervisor. I was a supervisor for a factory for a long time, and I learned a lot being in a leadership role. I learned uh, a lot about myself. I learned how to make sacrifices. I learned how to put my interests on the back burner for other people, and I think while I was working there, all of those lessons were just uh, being laid down in my subconscious brain about kindness and looking out for other people because I was constantly looking out for my employers and my managers and uh, upper managers, they just didn't understand it. They would always say like, why are you looking out for them? And I'm like, well, if these are the people that I'm here to uh, lead and help manage, I have to have their best interests in mind. So 
if they're doing something wrong, I'm not going to back them for that. But my biggest thing was just showing them that, hey, I'm, I'm helping these people grow. And I realized that later. So while I was working, um, everything was going good. I mean, we had a May. Everything was amazing. We were breaking records. I was meeting a lot of people. But the only thing I didn't like was I was working like seven days a week and all of these hours. And it didn't feel like I was appreciated. And, and I wasn't the only one. That was uh, the majority of the supervisor. That was the culture of that whole plant. It just was just, just very down. And uh, one day I just made up in my head that I just knew that I was, I could do better for myself because it was actually bringing me down, causing me uh, health issues, just stressing me out because I didn't understand how I was just giving this place my own. And it just felt like nothing that I could ever do was right. So. I think it kind of started there and uh, I ended up quitting over time and I, I come from a background where, you know, you don't show kindness, you know, you, you don't push positivity. So I, I really don't know how I got to the point where I'm at. It's just one of those things where I just woke up and was just like, look, if I want to do something different or become something better, then I have to change myself. And the kindness that I'm showing is, if you ask anybody to know me, let's just say 10 years ago, they're going to say, hey, this guy wasn't talking about anything about being kind and being positive. So for me to even be carrying this message now, I'm the proof in the pudding myself, if that makes sense. Uh, it makes complete sense because, you know, sometimes the best education and the best certification that anyone could ever get is called going through life. You have to experience something to know and understand how to talk about it. So can you recall, you know, 10 years later, where you are now having uh, a more abundant mindset, having a more prosperous and, and gratitude filled mindset where you want to do more to be more to help more people go back 10 years to a moment that you remember where you're like, you know what, I, I need to, I need to do something different. The, the, the path that I'm going down is not one that's going to lead me to living the best life possible. And, you know, I had to make one of those decisions, you know, six years ago um, when, you know, my, my business was not going well. And, and you know, I, I have a very uh, interesting backstory. You know, my, my father, you know, a lot of people know when, when I was 18, he went to federal prison for two and a half years. And that's what basically as a teenager thrusted me into becoming an adult as a child. I had to run the family business, but I was carrying out my father's dream of owning gyms and doing all this stuff for 18 years. And the only way out was for me to actually file for personal bankruptcy about four and a half years ago, which was, I mean, I was scared shitless because that, that's, you know, when people hear that word bankruptcy, they feel like their life is over, but that was actually my new beginning. So what can you recall 10 years ago, five years ago, an impactful moment where you knew that you were meant for more from what you were doing at that current time? Uh, that's a great question. Uh, I'll give a shout out to my son, Jarris Jr. When he was born, I can recall myself just feeling and knowing, hey, look, man, you have to do something better. You cannot continue on the path your own and lead, let, you know, not leaving your children something to look at me as in a positive light. So when he was born, I made a decision right then and there that, hey, look, you know, I'm not going to try to run this street life. I instantly signed myself up for uh, 
college and I, you know, went for two years. I got an associate's degree, but I give all that credit to both of my children, Jazz, and she was born later. But when he was born and me just holding him, looking at him, I said, man, look, I have to leave something behind for him so he doesn't have to go through all of the struggles that I went through in life. What do you think was the, you know, for me, there was a number of obstacles that I had to overcome, you know, being bullied and picked on as a kid, dealing with my father's incarceration, personal bankruptcy, two divorces. If, if, you, if you could put your thumb on one of the biggest obstacles that you had to overcome, where now looking back, you're like, man, you know, other people may have not been able to get through that, but you use that obstacle to inspire you to where you are today. What was one of those obstacles that you had to overcome? One of the obstacles, uh, a group of friends of mine were just hanging out one day and we, we decided, we said, look, we're just going to go to a club and have some fun. So um, I was drinking. So I said, look, I'm not going to drive. I'm just going to ride in the back seat. So everything was going good. And then we just kind of pulled up to the club and it was like two officers standing outside the club. So uh, I guess they must've seen the uh, bottles of alcohol. So they wanted to come search the vehicle and everything. And uh, I had a registered gun on me, but uh, at the same time I had some marijuana on me and uh, I claimed everything. I said, you know, the gun is registered. I don't have enough uh, marijuana just for personal use, but uh, kind of find out, there were several other things that were inside of the vehicle that I had no idea that were in there. So, you know, nobody was claiming where it came from. So we all end up going to jail. So that was a point right then. I just didn't understand. I'm like, look, I was loyal to these people. As soon as they came, I said, look, officers, no problem. The only thing we got in here is this gun. It's mine. You know, I got the weed. Just go ahead and write me a ticket. I know I ain't did nothing wrong. Look, we okay. But to find that there were you know, other drugs that were inside of my vehicle and that nobody was willing to claim, that's just what hurt me because, you know, it was a particular time I would have did anything for those guys. And I just would not have thought that they would have just put me because, you know, I wasn't really living the street life. I just was hanging out with them. You know, I had a very good job and to put, you know, all of the good stuff that I was doing just on the line like that, it just showed me, hey, look, don't nobody care about you like you care about yourself. And my family didn't really know what was going on, but, you know, me having to call them and letting them know, look, I'm out of town, locked up, that kind of put everybody like, okay, what is he really doing? Is he out here in the street? So it kind of, you know, just opened up a whole new chapter of stuff that I was trying to keep away from everybody. So I think I ended up spending about three weeks in jail and I, I didn't lose my job because I had, had a, enough vacation time saved up. But one of the uh, one of my coworkers happened to be at the club and he happened to see everything. So he went back and told, you know, everybody, you know, he's doing like this and he went to jail. So I just had to make a conscious decision and say, look, do I want to be somebody who wants to live a street life or do I want to be somebody who says, hey, look, this is how I came up. But guess what? I did not let this or that hold me back from living the dream that I want to live or being successful by my definition. I love that because something that I always live by is your failures will always open the doors to your successes. You... You have to learn from those mistakes. You have to learn from those experiences in order to come out on the other side 
and, and someone asked me, because uh, they, they know everything that I went through, and they said, would you want your life any different? And I said, no, because I would not be living the life that I am right now if those things didn't happen. Remember the movie Back to the Future when he goes back in time and he had to recreate certain things, but if they didn't, that family picture started to get erased, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Where we are right now is exactly where we're supposed to be. There's a lesson in everything, and I just need to applaud you for being so open and, and vulnerable because something that I know is vulnerability and being genuine, authentic is one of the greatest superpowers that we can all possess because there are so many people that hold all of those things inside because when you share your story the way that you did, when I share the story the way that I do, it creates relatability. It, connect, can, it, it creates a connection between two people because there's someone that can be listening to this that could relate to your story or relate to my story that says, I'm not alone. Because so many people in this world, Jairus, feel like they're alone. They're going through everything that they're going through or have gone through everything that they had gone through and they feel like they're all by themselves. But you and I are here to tell you the woes that are listening to this, that you're not alone. There's people that have been through it and have come out on the other side. And, and I just have to applaud you again because, you know, loyalty is so big and, and, you know, being loyal to your friends, being loyal to your family and yourself is so important. So for the people that are listening to this, that, that may not be being influenced by the right people, because you and I both know your circle of influence is everything. You know, you are impacted and influenced by the five people that you spend the most time with. So what you know now, how important is it for someone to align themselves with the right circle of influence, knowing what you know now? It is very important because I, I'm not going to say I hung around the wrong crowd because I, I still have a lot of respect for the people that I grew up with, but they didn't have the same interests that I have today. And I didn't realize this till maybe about five years ago that one of the reasons why I wasn't as successful as I wanted to be was I had to look around at everybody that I was hanging around. I was the uh, only person that was in my circle that was trying to do something to better themselves. So what I began to do was I had to realize, look, when I was going to uh, college, I started meeting other people who were doing different things who, you know, they weren't clubbing and I, and they were cool to me. I'm like, okay, you don't party, you don't hang out, you don't drink, but you still cool. Hey, I got to, I got to uh, be friends with you. And something I can tell people who, uh, were in the same situation that I was in, not having people that they could look up to. One thing that helped me was I got on social media. So I began to meet people from different places who were doing, you know, things that I wanted to do and I became friends with them. So even though I couldn't see them face to face or talk to them anytime I wanted to, I began to make relationships. I would have like Zoom meetings and have phone calls and, you know, we would text each other back and forth. So now I have so many friends who are doing so many different things. I can see the direct influence on me now. Um, I think more business minded. I think about positivity more because I don't have people that's just saying, hey, look, the number one thing we wanted to do was, hey, look, man, where the party at? 
I mean, every day. It don't matter Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, you name it. That's all people know. Hey, look, are we partying today? Now I have people calling me, hey, look, you know, can you help me with this business proposal? Hey, what are your thoughts on positivity? Or how do you do this? So you have to figure out a way to find people who have the same or similar interests as you. And you can't make excuses for yourself because I grew up in a community. Like I said, I was the only one. But when you start looking for people or looking for things, the universe just has this kind of special way of putting people in your life. So you have to make the decision if you honestly want to change. Because if you don't want to change and you don't want better, it's not going to happen. Once you decide, hey, look, I want to be better. And whatever that better means to you, that, that's totally up to you. But you have to make that decision, believe in it, and trust in it. Then you will notice things to start to change for your situation. It's so funny you just said that because I posted a few months ago that when nothing changes and when you don't change something, nothing changes. And if you want to change something, you just have to change something that you're doing. And Les Brown, who's one of my favorite influencers of all time, he's just amazing. I remember listening to a YouTube video by him, and he said, if you're the smartest, the most successful, and the biggest thinking friend out of your group, it's time to find a new circle of influence. Because again, if you're at the top of that food chain, You've made it to the top, but if you're not happy with where you are, you have to go seek out those individuals that are way above you because you have to learn the ladder of success. And Arnold Schwarzenegger actually states it best. He said, you, he says, you cannot climb the ladder of success with both hands in your pocket. So with what you're doing now, what, what would you say is the greatest accomplishment? in the last 10 years with shifting your mindset, learning more about the skill sets that you do have and the, the impact that you want to leave behind, not only on those around you, but for your kids, you know, spreading kindness and positivity. What would you say is the greatest accomplishment to date that you've had? The greatest accomplishment to date would just be opening a business and actually making progress when nobody, even my, I didn't believe I could do it because when I quit my job, I was a production supervisor making very good money. I went from making a lot of money to making zero dollars. And I had uh, became embarrassed because everybody in the community is looking at me like, okay, what is he going to do now? You know, you were this big time supervisor. Hey, it's not a lot of opportunities in the city where we're from. So I created this business as just sort of an illusion to throw everybody off. Like, hey, look, you know, I'm not doing that bad. I got my own company now. I got my little business cards. I'm doing good. But my business wasn't doing absolutely anything because I was too just caught up in trying to protect my image or my self-esteem. And one day it just hit me and said, look, man, you have to do what you, you know what you got to do. All that time that you were putting, working for other people, I had to double up on them hours. So it went from me working seven days, maybe 12 to 16 hours to now, well, let's just say two years ago, I was just working every day, all day. Everything I was doing was absolutely work. 
to lay down the foundation of building and starting my company. So I'm just proud to be able to say I am a legitimate business owner and I have my first book out titled Nature Flow on Amazon. So me writing a book is just enough for me to say, you know what, I'm at the moment that I'm at in my life right now, I'm just so happy and proud of myself because I never would have thought about me writing a book 10 years ago. I can totally relate to that after I released my first book. It's like, oh my God, like, you know, everyone thinks about writing a book, but you get started, then you don't finish it. And again, I just got to applaud you for taking that idea, having the drive and the want to do that, and you accomplished it. And that's the big thing. And obviously, I'll put all of the links to everything that you're doing in the show notes. So before we start to wrap up, Jairus, what, what is your simple message to people right now, uh, not only with where you're going with your business, but for what people need to know if they're feeling stuck in their life, if they feel like they've hit a dead end or they're just uninspired, what is your simple message to those people? If you are uninspired, you had a dead end, it's okay. You have to look yourself in the mirror and just tell yourself, hey, it's okay. I hit a dead end, I'm low. You don't have no other choice but to go up. If you're down, can't go down any further. You have to look yourself in the mirror and say, hey, look, what do I want to do? If I want to go up, what, I, what, what helped me was I signed like mental contracts in my head. So when I got laid off and quit and I was just pretending, I signed a contract in my head and said, look, I want to be successful. I have to do things different. Starting today, I'm signing this contract and I'm going to do small things that will lead up to accomplishing my big goals. My underlying message in anything I do business or personal is I believe the world needs a huge dose of kindness and positivity. So regardless of what I'm doing or uh, I'm doing motivational speeches, that's my biggest thing that I try to leave everyone with. I love it. So before we sign off, Jarris, how can people find out more about you on social media and how can they connect with you? The easiest way to get in contact with me is just to look me up on LinkedIn. It's Jarris Tucker. Just send me a connection request. You can kind of uh, scroll through my profile, read my bio, and look at the content that I'm putting out. And if you feel like you're interested in or, or like the content, you can just send me a connection request. But LinkedIn would be the easiest way. I'm on social. I'm on Facebook and all of that, but I'm very active on LinkedIn. Awesome. And again, I'll put all that information in the show notes. File, final question before we sign off, Janice. What does success truly mean to you? The success to, to me truly means waking up happy every day. Just when I wake up, put in my head, look, you woke up, let's be happy. And to actually live, find some kind of enjoyment. I don't care if it's, it don't have to be going out to Disney World. To me, I can just wake up happy, call my children, check on them, uh, check my messages. To me, just being happy is that's all I want to do for right now. I just want to be happy. I love it. Jairus, thank you so much again for your vulnerability, your transparency, and your inspiration on today's show. I know it's going to help so many people. And guys, if you are listening to this, take a screenshot on your phone. Share this on social, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on Instagram. You know I'm at Scott Aaron LinkedIn. 
tag me in it. Leave your biggest takeaways from this episode. We would love to hear from you. And Jarris, thank you again so much for being a part of today's show. It was a pleasure. And thank you, man, for having me. Absolutely. So guys, please enjoy the rest of your day and I'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you again so much for checking out this week's episode. And if you can, head over to iTunes, search for Network Marketing Made Simple, leave me a five-star rating, basic review. I would be grateful for all of the support you guys can give me. And again, if you'd be interested in learning more how to utilize LinkedIn to grow your business, your brand, and your bank account, head over to my website, www.scotterron.net. Fill out the form for your free 15-minute discovery call so I can learn more about you, your business, and how we can work together. And again, thank you guys so much. Grateful for you all, and I'll see you next time.